take a pause to decide your next steps. Episode 72. Welcome to the Awaken You podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Welcome back, Awaken You listeners. How are you this week? I'd love to hear how you all are doing as we just welcomed in summer last week. And we are so very close to the close of the first half of 2022. I have been embracing a bit of peaceful reflection while contemplating My plans for the second half of this year, I believe our life is full of cycles, that it is really helpful for us to consider where we might be in any certain cycle in our life and to honor what actions that cycle might be calling us into. Now, I'm going to be totally honest that Though I feel like I have known this in the past, I haven't trusted myself to embrace the cycle I'm going through. And so I am playing along with it. Right now, I am in this cycle of looking back, feeling pride for all of the things that I have done to get myself to where I am today, while at the same time, I'm sitting in this present moment, being grateful for all that is in my life, while I'm also taking time to look ahead and reconsider, reevaluate where I want to go, what I said I wanted to do versus what I want to do from this vantage point, all of the things. It's kind of emotional. And as I've eased into accepting this space, because it's a little uncomfortable for me to just be, I have conditioned myself to move, to be busy, to constantly be doing things. So I was doing a bit of kicking and arguing as this cycle entered my life. And it's been interesting (laughs) to watch what unfolds, kicking and screaming, because these cycles, they don't really announce themselves. Often you wake up inside of one and you're like, what is happening? You maybe go from like this amazing streak of productiveness. And then it seems as though you take a nosedive into laziness. Ugh. I have been really digging into accomplishment and laziness 
and what it all means. But with this, I want to suggest that all of you consider what it is you are needing right now most in your life and whether you will honor that need or fight against it, go with societies, keep moving, keep striving, don't take a break. Is your soul asking you to take a pause in order for you to decide what your next steps will be for your life and for your marriage, of course, because that's why we're here. Maybe one of your next steps needs to be taking a look at how you're thinking about your marriage. And without trying to figure out why you're thinking these thoughts, but simply observing. If you want to go back to an oldie but goodie blog post, yeah, back when I was blogging, Actually, this blog post, I do provide an audio version for those of you who prefer to listen. And it's all about the self-coaching model. And in that episode, I teach you about a tool I use that helps you see how your thinking is affecting you. As we start to see our thoughts about our spouse, and our marriage, we notice how these thoughts are making us feel. We start to see how we then show up in our marriages and the result that these thoughts are creating for us in our marriage. It helps you learn how to see how our thinking is a mirror for the results we are creating. That blog post. You can go back to it. It's actually a series that breaks down the process of the self-coaching model. And there are worksheets in there that I share. But what this is all leading up to is my Abundant Love free mini course. Because this is the perfect place to start the process of examining your thoughts how they're serving you, and then I share a practical and fun way to start creating your own love list of thoughts that help you create more of what you want in your marriage. Go download the course now. The link is in your show notes and start the process of creating more abundant love in your marriage. This week, I decided to divert away from what I originally planned to talk about this week because as I go through this time of pause, I am deep in it and I see so much evidence of resisting the value in this process of avoiding, of ignoring the value in this process. And maybe it's not even intentional, right? Maybe, and I know this for me, it is that I have really developed this coping mechanism that has pushed away the value of pausing, resting, revitalizing, and the importance that plays in being able to create your best life. Not only can I look back in my own life and see evidence of the fear 
of stopping to reconsider or reevaluate, but I also see it active in the lives of my clients. So I want to talk about it today and share how you can start taking the steps to do the same in your own life. I felt called to talk about this topic because it has always been a struggle for me to take real breaks without an old familiar thought popping up for me that links taking time to be as being lazy. And knowing I'm not alone in this process, I am going to share a few tips to help you along your journey to understanding the importance of being able to pause so that you can decide your next steps or maybe in the pause alone, not feeling the need to decide your next steps, but trusting that those next steps will come to you. And what I mean by that is often we're so busy focusing on what's next that we don't allow our brains to shut down and reset. While in this reset process, this is where the next steps start to formulate themselves. And today I want to take some time to think on a few things that came up for me around taking time to pause. And if you're thinking this episode is a waste of your time, then I want to suggest that you consider that you are exactly the one who most needs to continue listening. To start, I want us all to ask ourselves this question. This would be an amazing journal prompt. Why do you need to accomplish? That simple sentence, write it down, and then just let your brain write about it. I know the need to accomplish seems so obvious and valid, but have any of you noticed how fleeting the gratification is that comes as you cross off completed tasks from your to-do list? It is about as long as it takes to cross or check off that to-do, or maybe not even that long. Like we're checking it off and we're already thinking of what else we have to add to that list. Oi, can you relate? Many of us are conditioned to believe that our value comes from doing things. But let me ask you this. Is getting things done actually one of your values? Be aware that I am sharing this as someone who has worked a lot and is continuing to work on quieting her overachiever voice. Crossing things off the to-do list will never increase your value or your worth. Your value, your worth is inherent. And it needs to come from within, not from what you do or what other people tell you about yourself. You may be even thinking that getting things done is one of your values. And if you are, I want you to consider taking some time 
to actually discover what your top values are. This is something that we do in the very beginning of my Awaken You program because once we decide what our values are, and of course, those can change over time, it allows us to have a check-in point with the things that we want to do. Does this align with my values? And then we can prioritize, right? Like the ones that really align with our values, we can move them up to the top of our priority list. The ones that don't align so much, we can move them to the bottom. They're not as important, right? Take some time to look at your need to accomplish and how it might actually be getting in the way of what you most want to accomplish when you look back on your life. I mean, zoom forward to the end of your life. I have done some contemplating on this. And look back. Are you proud of the things that you accomplished? I promise you that when you look back, you will not be highlighting all of the hours you spent at work. You won't be highlighting having a pristine garden, getting all your closets organized, or whatever might be on your current to-do list. Now, when it comes to your marriage, is it possible that you are using your accomplishments as a way to prove yourself worthy? Like, I do all this work. I check off these to-dos. And then comparing that to your spouse. There is no measurement of value or worth. Remember, your spouse, no matter how much they participate in getting things done, is 100% worthy. Now, I'm not saying that you might not want to have an open and honest conversation with your spouse about the to-do list. All I'm saying is, are we comparing in an effort to prove ourselves worthy or more worthy? No two human beings are more worthy than the other. All right, another question that you can journal on is, are you lazy? I did that this morning. I, of course, decided I wasn't, but it is a voice that plays on repeat a lot. Myself judging myself when I take time to meditate, to write, to pray, to do my yoga, to read. Ah, I know, I know. So I want to suggest that you take some time to write about what you consider lazy being. Take a look at other people in your life. Are they lazy? And if they're not, when they're resting and you don't think they're lazy, why is the opposite true for you? Or when somebody else, maybe your spouse, is taking time to rest, to be, and you're judging them as lazy, why are you doing that? And if during that time, 
it spurs you to be more busy, what is going on there? And do you want to think of yourself as lazy? Or do you want to think of yourself as powerful, accomplished, worthy? If taking time to be was actually an integral part of getting more done, how would you look at taking time off? We can put it all in that self-coaching model and I can show you the result that you get. Now, I've seen that result over and over and over, but it is still a process of me changing that old pattern. And the last concept I want us to consider today, and again, something else to journal on, you don't need to journal on these things all in one sitting. One day on each one. Do you trust yourself? Write it down and contemplate it and journal on it. There are so many voices demanding your time and energy. Which way should you turn? Which action should you take? Who needs to be prioritized? Most of us don't trust ourselves enough to say no to the demands while saying yes to ourselves. We continue to tell ourselves that we're going to do something, like take some time for ourselves, and then we don't take the steps to implement, evaluate, create our success, which ultimately leads us to not trust ourselves. We might not even take that time, or we might take the time not really decide what we're going to do with that time and then tell ourselves that we wasted the time. I'd like for you to consider that it's never a waste, that what you actually did was what you needed to do. It's like we make the goal so insurmountable that our failure is inevitable. Think about that. Like, are we making it and playing it out in a way that when it's over, we look back and tell ourselves we failed? We don't need to do that to ourselves. Could we instead just take a smaller step, evaluate what we did, take a smaller step like pausing and telling somebody that you have to think about it when you have someone ask for your time, when You planned on taking some time to yourself. Pause before you say yes or no. Pray about it. Meditate on it. Do you want to change those plans that you had to take time to yourself and then say no to yourself and yes to them? And maybe you do. But remembering that if you do, that you're going to have your back in that decision that you're not going to be miserable, that you're not going to beat yourself up, that you're going to enjoy your time. It takes baby steps, my friends, constraint and one step at a time. Now in your marriage, what is it that you want to do? And how can you come up with a tiny step that will get you moving forward? Implement that tiny step. As you implement each tiny step, you'll get 
braver and more courageous, more open, and you'll create more connection, more of what you want in your marriage. And then the last thing I want to talk about is trauma and busyness. One thing I'd really love for all of you to consider is if your busyness is connected to some past trauma or voice of someone else, how can you take your power back in your present life? How can you recognize this old coping mechanism of running from the pain, doing things, staying busy, not taking time to hear what's happening in your brain and understand what's happening for you? Give yourself a giant hug of loving kindness while recognizing that this is simply an old pattern. Can you grant yourself time to pause while also teaching yourself that you are not lazy and that you are safe and that you can let your guard down? Remind yourself that you are a powerful human being And that you can trust that this is what you need right now. And when this need is fulfilled, you will power on to the next step. And often, the next cycle after this time of pause and reflection is a powerful cycle. The next cycle is usually one where you're really getting things done and can you trust that that cycle will come when it's ready? And as you begin to open up to the possibility that taking a break is exactly what you need in this moment and trusting that when that need is fulfilled, you will jump back into your next step with exuberant commitment. The work of working on our marriage includes the work of compassionately recognizing old trauma reactions so that you can slowly release them and start to embrace the love relationship that feels light, airy, and exactly what you need. When it comes to our lives, we need to look at where we are, where we've come from, look at our accomplishments with pride and where we are going while also taking time to learn how to listen to our inner wisdom. And when we're able to see how our thoughts fail to serve us, how thinking that we're lazy because we just need some time to gather up again. And so when we see how these thoughts fail to serve us, how we strive to make others accept us as worthy without taking the time to do so for ourselves, that is when growth occurs. Other people might think we're lazy and not accomplishing enough when we honor the cycle of settling down and resting. It's when you can be okay with what they think that shows the progress that you are making. It's when you trust yourself to take the time when your body and brain needs it and to know and believe 
and trust that you will come back even stronger. This is what proves you are growing and making progress, my friends. What if this time you are going through right now is exactly what you need to make the most of that time that is coming up? And that, my friends, is something I want to leave you with. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You, my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life, we study it, and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you.